Welcome to Weed Week. I'm Alex Hopperin. And I'm Donnell Alexander. So this is the, the Weed Week podcast, and you can find this at, online at weedweek.net and on Instagram and Twitter at Weed Week News. And this week, we're going to talk with Ayal Barad, who's the co-founder of Cannabis Pharmaceuticals, which is an Israeli company, and they're doing research into treating cancer with cannabis. But you have a story that's in an entirely different vein. And far more important, <laughs> which is that, you know, right now it, it's 52 and rainy in Los Angeles, which is, which is a bit wintry. Yeah, it's like apocalyptic here. <laughs> Everyone's forgotten how to drive. The usual stuff. The usual stuff. But our, our current Canada correspondent, Jesse Staniforth, posted a story on the website that, that, that I think is, is really important, which is that curling which is like the the sport that's sort of like bowling on on ice it's sort of like bowling slash shuffleboard on ice yeah you've seen it in the olympics it's popular weirdly popular exactly and jesse jesse's a pretty serious curling fan and he would be (laughs) traditionally curling has been a drinking game like bowling and he points out in his story a um a bit of a scuffle at, at some sort of a curling tournament. Uh, wait, is this among the athletes or the fans? <laughs> I think they're sort of interchangeable. <laughs> <laughs> okay, a scuffle, go on. But there's a, a new event now that cannabis is legal in Canada. There, there's going to be an event called the, the Bong Spiel, which is essentially a cannabis-powered curling tournament. Hmm, okay, go on. It, you know, I mean, I think... That's pretty much the idea. Well, I got to say, I, I think about Frisbee golf being like the stoniest sport, but we may have a challenger. You know, that's when you watch that sport, it seems like they're high. It's possible. Mm. Anyway, now they... Not at the Olympics. If they weren't before, they're, they're going to be. And apparently this is, it's really catching on. It, they have a room for 16 teams or so, and it, it's sold out. Um, Wait, what, which province, province is this in? That's a good question. I, mean, I bet it could, and it's probably happening in every province if you think about it. It's going to be in Wearton, Ontario, hmm. which the previous claim to fame there is a Wearton Willie, a uh, a Groundhog Day woodchuck. I didn't wait. Are groundhogs and woodchucks the same thing? Groundhogs and woodchucks. That's that's a minor claim to fame, unless those animals are elevated, admired differently than here stateside. Canadians are weird, maybe. Anyway, point is, they're going to have a cannabis-powered curling tournament called the Bong Spiel, and you know, is, you know, is I, there an entry fee? Yes, there is an entry fee, but it's sold out. So, don't know. I don't. We can't compete. We, we can't compete. I've been working on it. My curling elbow is insane. <laughs> maybe we'll we'll send Jesse there to to send us a dispatch. Right. Now on to a more a, serious, a, a more solemn, a more more solemn topic: cancer. It's kind of hopeful, though. Yeah, know? yeah. This is a story about hope. So our our guest today is Ayal Barad, and he's he's a founder of an Israeli company called Cannabis Pharmaceuticals, and they are looking at some of the ways that cannabis may treat cancer, and. This requires a bit of parsing, I think, because, you, you know, I, I've been covering 
this industry for four years now. And for, for all that time, I've been hearing about cannabis curing cancer. And there's, there's a lot of misinformation in the cannabis world or sort of just incorrect information in the cannabis world. And, and some of that has to do with, I think, cannabis has long been known for relieving sort of nausea and loss of appetite associated with, with chemotherapy, which is used to treat cancer. But it turns out that cannabis or certain chemicals in it actually do have properties that induce cancer cell death. And those have been observed in, in animals, in, in animals and in Petri dishes. And so, you know, that's that's very exciting. But, you know, I've been hearing stories for four years now about sort of anecdotal stories of folks who were very, very ill and recovered or, you know, saw their their life expectancy greatly expanded and their, their quality of life greatly improved and a lot of that that information is is anecdotal but but unfortunately you, you know it also translates into dispensaries where you know i i've definitely seen sort of folks go up to the counter and say like what do you have for for my grandfather's lung cancer or whatever and 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 that's probably not a good thing to happen um well it, no it's it's not but you know what's interesting is like we could never get there without the kind of work that ayal barad is doing because the hardcore research is what we have to have in the speculation right. exactly and guesswork and hopefulness that's driving these questions you know i thought it was really compelling that they're based in maryland like the corporate infrastructure there and the r&d stuff is in israel yeah you're able to do that stuff there and not here. I guess Australia, Germany, or some other places you're talking about this so happening. Australia is have is doing human trials for skin cancer, which is a very serious disease down there, and then I think also a kind of brain cancer. So this is this is a serious thing, and and definitely worth exploring. And at the same time, it doesn't mean that you can just smoke a joint, you know, smoke your cancer away, and we don't want people living in, in false hope about that. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to do the same thing with my cataracts. So, well, <laughs> well let's, let's let AL tell us all about it. Cause you know, it's, um, I thought it was really compelling on a couple of levels. Yeah. It's really interesting. All right. Here's AL Barad. Thanks so much for joining us. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Can you tell us a bit about, what cannabis is and, and what you do? Sure, yeah. Cannabis is, uh, yeah, you're right. We are science-based and based on uh, a lot of research that we've done. Uh, we're a U.S.-based company with an R&D center in Israel where we're licensed by the Ministry of Health there to do studies on cannabinoids. And we've been working for over five years, mostly focused on cancer. Initially, we were uh, studying the palliative effects so on pain and all kinds of other indications. But after a study we did in one of the leading universities in Israel, where we discovered that different combinations of cannabinoids have different apoptotic effects on cancer cells and anti-tumor effect, we started uh, getting very excited, wrote a lot of patents around that, and set up a lab in Israel that's uh, state-of-the-art with the latest in personalized medicine technology to really go deeper down into the understanding of what various cannabinoids and how they affect cancer. These preclinical trials that you're doing, 
How is that? How does that work out between the Ministry of Health and you? Is this something that could be done here in the United States? We we don't have that. No, at this point, it couldn't be done here until the FDA. How did yours come into being? Well, uh, we were lucky enough that the Ministry of Health in Israel on a federal level was uh, supportive of this uh, a few years back and actually enabled us to do that. We feel very lucky to be able to do this at this point in time. Basically, almost since as long as I've been been, been covering this, you, you know, there are rumors sort of circulating in the cannabis world about cannabis curing cancer. And, you, you know, I've been in dispensaries and I, I've seen people come in and say, like, my grandfather has cancer what what can i do for them and it it just sounds it sounds ridiculous <laughs> and you, you know probably damaging because you, you know it could lead people to um perhaps place all their hope in in something that's not going to work but at the same time there are results that i i, I guess you're seeing or well, you'll you'll tell us about that show that in fact chemicals that are found in cannabis do have some sort of anti-cancer activity. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, anecdotally, we see people coming up with stories all the time where they're actually giving you firsthand from their experience where they're, they've been cured or uh, they're able to ameliorate their situation. We're set out, our mission is to actually go out and prove that uh, empirically and provide the data for the practitioners and the patients to be able to really give them data around that. You know, we're probably one of the only companies in like commercial companies in the world because there are some universities that are doing work in this and, and very important work. Probably one of the only commercial companies that have taken this as their lead mission. And we're very excited about it. Now, having said that, uh, you know, what's the alternatives? We're looking at alternative treatments for cancer today. They're all toxic and have uh, all kinds of side effects. And I think more and more people are looking for alternative treatments that are non-toxic and non-poisonous. Non, you know, and cannabis seems to you know, answer some of those things. Well, can you tell us about these, these early experience, experiments that you had and how you came to see these tumor-reducing effects? Well, what we did, we did our study in the lab. So we were actually studying uh, cell, cell lines. Uh, and in the lab, uh, when we actually put uh, you know, various combinations of various com uh, cannabinoids on the cells, we were seeing an apoptotic effect, so the anti-tumor effect. So how does that translate to treating cancer in people? And I'm sure it's, it's probably not all kinds of cancer. It's probably very specific kinds of cancer. That's a good question, because when you say cancer, I mean, there, that's a thousand different diseases. It's not one disease. Sure. And how does it transpire from what we're seeing in the lab in the cell to the whole organism as a person? Obviously, there's still a distance to go because we're talking about regiment dosage and we're talking about you know frequency and we're talking about many different things. Exactly what we're studying. I mean, that's and part of it is you know what delivery do you deliver it through the digestive system, through the lungs, etc. Maybe it's different dosage for each. Yeah, that's exactly where we are, and still. I don't want to say early stages, but it's it's pretty early on in 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 general in the study of the plant. What's your funding mechanism? How how are you funded? Well, we're a publicly traded company. We're traded on the OTC symbol CNBX. Uh, we lasted around a few weeks ago. We raised seven and a half million dollars, so we're well funded and very excited. And what are your facilities? You're based in Maryland, right? But yeah, that's more of our headquarter legal mm -hmm. and, and uh, for our U.S.-based corporation, but most of our activities out of our U.S. Uh, R&D lab in Rehovot, Israel, near the Weizmann Institute, and uh, 
that's where that's where all the activity day to day goes on. So have you begun any kinds of tests on on people? Yeah, we had we just uh, finalized a clinical trial in Rambam Hospital in Israel on our slow release tablet uh, that we did 10 milligram and then 5 milligram for indications as cacaxia uh, and anorexia to improve appetite, uh, weight gain, and overall well-being. And we had we just got results. They were talked about by uh, the professor at the Canex uh, conference in Israel about two, three weeks ago. And uh, we should have a study published in the next little while uh, on that. But uh, results were positive to the point where we're now planning the next phase of that trial. And what about cancer trials? Uh, no, we're, I mean, the trials that we've had are, have all been in the lab on salines, uh, not directly on people. And we're, we're looking at, you know, doing a combination of trying to look both in the lab and people and to combine that. So we're working right now on getting the regulation uh, sorted out in Israel to be able to do that. One or two cancer studies are underway in Australia. I think one for skin cancer, okay. which is a very big problem in Australia. Oh, for sure. And also, I think they're starting one for a certain kind of brain cancer. Yeah, very interesting. I mean, I think more and more we're going to see that uh, picking up as uh, we realize the potential of uh, the plant as a medicinal agent. And I think more and more companies and people and doctors and, and scientists will go out and study the effects. Okay, I hate to belabor the whole thing about you being based in Maryland and doing so much of your work in Israel, but you must... I guess you work with the Israeli government more, correct? Than uh, the U.S. government? Yeah. 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 Oh, Can you sure. characterize the differences in dealing with them on this matter of cannabis? Well, we don't really deal with the U.S. government as such. The regulators, we have not really attempted to penetrate the U.S. market besides a small royalty deal with a, we did with the company in Denver on our slow-release tablet. So we're really focused on Israel, looking at Canada very strongly, Germany. We do have, uh, you know, a lot of interest from California coming in, and, and uh, we would love to be able to provide uh, our solutions because we really believe we can help patients get insight and help treat them. But it's, it might take a little while, a little longer in the U.S. Mm-hmm. I have a question that might come across a little ignorant. I'm going to ask it anyway. Um, I, I heard a scientist talking about the, the strides that we'll be able to make with marijuana once we're able to isolate what each cannabinoid does? Is that really the issue right now? And what happens after that? Well, yeah, the different cannabinoids, we're finding that they have different effects. I mean, even if you uh, look at THC uh, and THCA, for instance, there's huge differences in the way they affect cancer and different cancers differently. And both have different effects on different cancers. So we're we're really only in the beginning of that study. I mean, we're just starting to get the the, the isolation and don't forget a lot of the studies you need a good product that's a reliable product to be able to start testing. And, what do you and, mean? What's the definition well, you need, of a reliable you, well, product? F- you need pharmaceutical grade THC, okay? Uh, or and now do so I the, ever? No, yeah. So kidding. so THC, I mean, might be easier today in CBD, but CBG, we're, you know, just to find out, it's a lot harder. Uh, so sources, supply sources are not uh, out there as much. So, yeah, I mean, it's all a challenge. And then bringing it, you know, if you're doing it in Germany and the, the, the whole regulation around bringing it through different countries and stuff, it's it's mm-hmm. not easy. So can you tell us a little bit about, at a, a generalist level, about how 
these chemicals act on cancer cells and what happens and why there is this the relationship worth, that's worth studying. Well, I, I'm not a scientist as such, so you know, I would rather one day uh, one of our doctors get on with you and kind of really give you a drill down on that. But, you know, the more I get into it, and I, once again, I'm not a scientist, and I've only been studying this on the scientific level for the last while, but, you know, the endocannabinoid system uh, has only been discovered uh, a few years back. Mankind has been prevented from cannabis only for the last 80 years. I look at all the diseases that have kind of exponentially grown in that time, and I'm just wondering, you know, maybe it's the other way around. Maybe all these stress-related diseases are going on because we've been prevented from actually having marijuana as a medicine all these years. Whoa. <laughs> that, that, that's, that, What's that reaction there? I want to hear yeah, that. that. Just sort of, like a, sort of like a, you know, it's just a, it's a... Was that too sweeping for you? No, it's just a, you know, a sort of through-the-looking-glass worldview. Well, you know, we, we're beginning to understand more and more uh, that there was maybe some sort of conspiracy here uh, somewhere to prevent us from being able to, you know, both use and uh, research the plant. So I'm glad that, you know, I, we feel very lucky to be where we are today to be able to do this kind of research and bring this forward to mankind. So something that happened the other day, Israel has, people have been talking about Israel for a long time as, as sort of a, a hotbed of um, cannabis technology. And I've been there to look, look at some of the companies there in, in, in other spaces. But then the government recently told a, one of the big farms that they, can't, they have to temporarily stop growing. Do you get the sense that the Israeli government is, is under pressure from the American government to sort of quash the, the medical marijuana industry? You know, I think I think there's going to be. I mean, this is personal here. Okay, uh, this is my personal opinion. I think uh, I think things will change in America in the next two years during this next uh, half session that Trump will be in. I, I think, you know, personally, I think that the, uh, some of these world leaders missed out on what's happening in cannabis, and I think they realize it. I think Canada is doing phenomenal. The Canadians are just running all over the world now, conquering territory and mexico's next and mexico and we see what's happening in south america and in asia and africa's big and yeah, every, in everywhere thailand this past year got uh hemp uh cbd growth and greece went through and so so uh, why do you think that he would change is the sessions thing part of it no why? i think i think he's a businessman 100%. at the end of the day and and this is going to be huge business and I think he's not going to, I think it's a huge potential for the U.S. and I don't think he will miss out on it. So I saw this quote attributed to him, I'm going to paraphrase, and you said you've, you, you describe as what you do as exploring complementary disruptive technologies to add to our core science. What does that mean? Well, uh, you know, we've been, uh, we've been looking at everything. So we discussed uh, delivery uh, earlier. You know, Israel's a hotbed. You mentioned it for all kinds of technologies, delivering in medical devices, in various, various forms. So even, uh, you know, our latest, we did an investment in Acido Labs, the automatic growing robot, which I'm, we're very excited about, and help list them and take them public now as well. They will be listed on the OTC. Can you tell us what an automatic growing robot is? Yeah, um, it's very simple. You put a seed in, and basically it's grown from, it has all the sensors in it and it's grown from the cloud from afar by technology. Hmm. So you don't have to do anything until you actually, and you can watch it grow. 
So how, it, where's this technology? It's uh, based out of Israel. The first, actually, it, there's a backlog of 3,500 robots that have been ordered. The first ones are going out these days now. And yeah, we're very, very excited about it. Hmm. Well, that, that's disruptive. And I always ask, is there anything that you wish that we'd asked? Because I get some Especially of the Especially with, with a technical well, you know, subject like this. Uh, right, right. What do people need to understand? Well, you know... You could ask me where do you where are we going in the next year? Like How what about are we that? Gonna, in okay. the next year, well, put we, us there. Yeah, we're we're looking right now uh, since we did our last funding, uh, really growing out our IP, extending our cannabinoid library uh, so that we can uh, run more extensive tests on cancer cells. We're going to be developing out new products that will be uh, headed to the market in more immediate term. We have interesting diagnostic technology that we're looking in order to be able to match people and, and different cannabinoids. And is, you'll, you'll be, you'd be dealing with private businesses on this. That's the only place that you can go, correct? I mean, in what sense? Where, who are you dealing with with this technology? Well, we're still in the lab with it, but we're looking to roll it out uh, commercially, some of it. So, But like that backlog that you're talking about, who's getting that? What do you mean? The customers that they've ordered uh, that you're talking about pseudo and the robes? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Well, we're starting in the States a lot. We have a lot of orders that are now being fulfilled. And yeah, it's it's really exciting. I wrote a story not too long ago about using synthetic biology to produce various cannabinoids from. So this is basically growing different chemicals that are found in marijuana out of yeast. And there have been using a process called synthetic biology, which, as I understand it at a very low level, is essentially genetically modifying yeast to convert sugar into cannabinoids as opposed to sugar into alcohol. And what seemed exciting about that is that being able to access some of the the rare cannabinoids that are very hard to source from, from plants. Is this something you're excited about or is this too too far in the future or does it does it make sense to you yeah i think it definitely uh can make sense i mean we're open to looking at that and even there there's a study to be done on uh you know what the efficacy of that versus something else would be so i mean at this point we're very um we're very much looking into the whole plant we believe somewhere that there is uh, an entourage effect i mean just you know that uh, even terpenes have some effect over so there's a you know all the various cannabinoids have the over, uh, an effect on the overall whole of the person, but we're also very much interested in testing each one individually and seeing what those effects are. There's much to learn from that as well. All right, thanks for coming in. This oh, is totally fascinating. I thank learned a lot. These are building blocks for understanding what you're doing. Yeah, cool. Well, By the time you the stuff is out in the world, I'll get it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll be glad to come in, and I'm sure, like in a few months, we'll have more to fill in and and, and bring you up to date on. So, yeah, where are you on Twitter, Instagram? Do you do Cannabix, these things? We have all that. www.cannabix.com. It's C-A-N-N-A-B-I-C-S.com, and we are uh, listed on the OTC symbol CNBX. Awesome, yeah. that's great. Thank you. And that's our show for today. As always, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Weed Week News or email us at helloweedweek.net. Also, don't forget to show us some love on iTunes by giving us a five-star rating or leaving a review. It means a lot to the show. For more news, you can sign up for the Weed Week newsletter, Weed Week Canada, Weed Week California, the brand new newsletter, which is written, of course, by Danelle. So keep an eye out for that as well. Hey, you know what? We didn't ask a question. 
that goes to hello at weedweek.net. I was thinking about something. What what sport needs to be cannabis powered? <laughs> what what sed what fairly sedentary sport needs needs to be cannabis powered? Yeah, you can't it probably say, is already. <laughs> you can't say couch surfing. That's not really yeah. a sport. I don't know golf. Do people golf stoned? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, dude. It's a thing. Okay. Not me. Golfing's kind of evil. I, I don't golf. It takes up golf. so much land. It's very unfair. But you can get high and play it. Okay. So that's what... Tell us that at, at hello at weedweek.net. We'll also take your tips and um, observations. All right. I'm Alex Halpern. And I'm Donnell Alexander. Our producers, Hannah Smith and Alicia Beyer, wrote our theme music. Additional music is from the late, great Andre Bush. We'll see you here again next week. Bye. Bye.